Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Hello and welcome everyone. I am Marcia Guerriere, your host. You are listening to Her Sweet Spot Experience. And on today's episode, we'll be talking with Jennifer, Dr. Jennifer Pierre, and she's the founder and CEO of Genteel Nature Health. You guys know, so I'm like so excited to talk to her today because you know, it's a woman thing today. Normally it's all about entrepreneurship, but today is all about the womanly side of us. Right. So you guys know how I like to start off each show by giving you a tip or trick that I've learned along the way in this entrepreneur game. And today's tip is all about media, media for your life and your business. So it's all about the pitching. Number one tip when it comes to media and pitching media is to personalize your pitch. The worst thing you could do is send out copy paste canned information to any media personality or person or entity even when you don't even know who you're sending it to and you're sending it to a media desk you do want to make it personal towards that company towards that division and the things that you know that relate to you that they cover the worst thing you do is incorrectly spell someone's name and actually send something to the animal uh, uh, division when you are an entrepreneur and working with the business division, right? So it's super important to personalize your pitch, know who you're pitching, even if it is a media desk, make sure that media outlet covers the type of news you wanna bring to them for your business product and or service, right? So remember guys, always make it personal. All right, let's talk about today's guest. I'm really excited to get into this conversation. She is a friend to the room, has been a um, author in the latest Her Rise, Pathways to Her Rise book. So let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Jennifer. As I mentioned, she's the founder and CEO of Gentile Nature Health, a boutique health consultancy. As a physician and public health professional, she specializes in women's health with the goal of improving reproductive health outcomes and reducing health disparities. Dr. Pierre integrates her knowledge of medicine with public health acumen by designing public health and wellness programs, and she provides medical advisory for nonprofits and corporate entities. She is a co-author of the Her Rise, Pathways to Her Rise, a best-selling anthology for entrepreneurs. In addition, she is a multi-year winner of 10 best in the Natural Nutmeg Reader's Choice Awards. Oh, we got to snap it up. Two snaps, two snaps for Dr. Pierre, right? Dr. Pierre is a licensed naturopathic physician in Arizona and Connecticut. And she received her doctorate in naturopathic medicine from Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine and Health Sciences in Tempe, Arizona. Dr. Pierre is a native New Yorker. Hello, somebody. An alumni of Cornell University and University at Albany School of Public Health. Her experiences 
as a public health professional and health equity advocate, spans over 15 years with roles in health research, prenatal health education, and mental health counseling. She is all, all the way roundabout girl to help women with their reproductive issues, right? Because it's all about, not just about the reproductive, it's all about the mental. So let me stop talking and bring Dr. Jen. I call her Dr. Jen, so you get to call her Dr. Jen as well. Welcome, Dr. Jen. Thank you for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on the podcast. I know this is like one There's of the lunch my... and learn all of this. <laughs> this is like my little side hustle to the side hustle on <laughs> the podcast. It's so much work, but I love when I get to talk to people and really get down to business of your business, getting in your business, getting down to business, right? So, Dr. Jen, what is this naturopathic medicine? We know general practices, we know, you know, mm-hmm. all the normal. Uh, 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 medicinal terms that are out there, but naturopathic is something different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy you asked. (laughs) Um, A lot of people don't know what it is. And um, I am so happy to share with people what it is so that they can be informed. Um, Naturopathic medicine is patient-centered medicine. Um, And that is a term that has been used more in recent years um, because medicine has more so been profit-driven. And patient-centered medicine is exactly what it sounds like. It's putting the patient first before profits. Um, and that is part of why I chose it. We can get more into that later. But um, naturopathic doctors are trained in conventional and natural medicine. Um, that's another part of the reason why I chose it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are educated and trained at four-year accredited naturopathic programs. That's super important because there is no online um, medical education for naturopathic doctors. If people are doing that, they're not licensed accredited naturopathic doctors. So right. just put that out there real quick. Yeah, and some people use the term like naturopath a little loosely, um, but naturopathy um, is the study of you know, just naturopathy, you know, it's, it doesn't mean you're a naturopathic doctor, people can study Mm -hmm. it, but it's not necessarily medical school, the same way conventional medical doctors, and I call it conventional, um, they are studying allopathy. And so allopathy and naturopathy were terms that were used since before, you know, the, the, um, before the millennium, basically, like, so in the early um, 1900s, there were different types of medicine at that point in time, and they were all working together. There wasn't this big division. Um, And so at that time, people were studying allopathy, naturopathy, osteopathy. And so you may be familiar with the terms osteopathic doctors, they're known as DOs, allopathic are known as medical doctors, and naturopathic doctors um, study naturopathy. So, and is um, that all the letters behind all the doctors? Yes, yes. So when you see DO, like I was sharing with someone recently, they're like, "What's DO?" I was like, "You've probably seen one and didn't realize that they didn't yeah. have the MD behind the name." So yeah. these are different philosophies about how to treat primarily. So DOs have this philosophy where um, they are looking more about you know into bones and how that can can affect health naturopathic doctors, pretty much we run the gamut of anything in the natural realm. Um, So we study homeopathic um, uh, medicine, 
Um, sometimes people think it's interchangeable, but it's not because not all naturopathic doctors focus on homeopathy, but it is one of the things we learn. We learn about botanical medicine, physical medicine, which means some of those adjustments that a DO would also learn. We learn those or a chiropractor would learn. Um, we learn mind-body medicine. So we're learning like how um, the interactions between the brain and the body and how that can affect someone's health. Um, we learn so many things. We learn nutrition. And that's one of the biggest differences between oh. a naturopathic doctor and an allopathic doctor. Um, we learn nutrition in medical school. We learn a year of nutrition. And we also learn um, nutrition in terms of um, gastroenterology. So when we learn about the digestive system, we learn about how we can use nutrition to help some of those illnesses and diseases that people suffer with. And um, the big difference, I would say, is in the treatment philosophy. As I mentioned before, a big part of the treatment is preventative. Um, and, you know, that's really important to me. Um, we're really trying to get to the root of disease as opposed to um, uh, just responding to it. Um, so medicine can be very reactionary. Um, in this day and age. And so prevention is a big, big tenet of naturopathic medicine. And um, we are trained as primary care providers um, in certain states. Like I, so the state that I went to medical school in Arizona, I'm a primary care physician. The state I practice in primarily now Connecticut, I'm a specialist. So um, I'm trained as a primary care provider and that's pretty much how I treat my patients. Um, and uh, some of us can specialize in different areas like oncology, endocrinology. Um, so for me, I do a lot of that reproductive health, endocrinology, work with a lot of people with thyroid disease and um, hormone imbalance, PCOS fibroids, that sort of thing. Right. So this is so fascinating. So it sounds like it's a mix between that, what many of us know is Western versus yes. Eastern medicine, <laughs> yes. right? Yes, so that's trained correct. in both uh, methodologies. I'm saying yes, exactly. You got it. <laughs> you got right. it. You know, we gotta get down to you the got it. You got you know, it. terms and the lingo's got to mix in there somewhere. So it sounds like you went through a heck of a lot more training than what now. If you're, you know, if you're just an, uh, an Eastern. Uh, doctor, you're not learning nutrition because you want to specialize in general and those things. So yeah, yeah, this path it, if it's it sounds like it's something that was goes way deeper than traditional med medical training. Yes. Why this path? Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that, like you said. So in Western medicine. Um, you know, Western medicine used to be more like the way I practice. And I, I always joke and say like naturopathic medical school is like med school plus. Um, and I say that because it's not to diminish what happens in conventional. I call it conventional because it's not really traditional. Traditional is more so like what I do, <laughs> um, but conventional in the sense that um, you know, you're not necessarily learning nutrition, but that's what used to happen in the early 1900s. Conventional medical doctors were doing what I was, what I do, um, you know, really trying to get to the root cause. If people remember back in the day when doctors used to come to your home and really just spend time um, with the patient. So that was what really attracted me. I wanted to mm -hmm. I'm, I've been a very preventative person all my life, and I went into public health first because of that. Um, so that kind of, you know, led me on the journey. And when I went to school for public health, 
um, I learned about the whole, you know, uh, the beginnings of medicine as we know it, conventional medicine. And a lot of people aren't familiar with the fact that, you know, medicine was more like what I do. Um, mm -hmm. Many people search for what I'm doing. They just don't know what naturopathic doctors are. They're like, I want a doctor that's more preventative. I want a doctor who spends more time. So it's not to diminish what's- Of course, so many people, yeah. especially in these COVID times, what, what we're calling and what y'all are calling the long haulers that are yes. looking for answers as to why they're still suffering with these respiratory issues and or some type of immune immunity deficiency. I'm hearing mm -hmm. a lot about that. I'm knowing yeah. by um, surviving it and having these um, yeah. you know, issues after the fact. But why? So I'm so happy to have well, I wish I'd known you seven years ago before <laughs> I had my son going through all the reproductive issues that I have. I've never shared my story openly. Mm. I have suffered greatly in that area. And, um, you know, luckily I did find some really amazing doctors uh, in infertility. But tell, mm -hmm. tell me why you chose to work with women with reproductive health and, yeah. and why it was important to you. Because I'm a woman and for some reason that I will never understand, I love the whole process of pregnancy. <laughs> um, yes. So I just, I'm just so fascinated by it. I've always been since I was a child. And I used to say things like, you know, before I have a child, I want to make sure I'm a vegetarian. So my body is the healthiest it could ever be. You know, it's, it's always been super important for me. Um, I've been at, you know, my cousin's pregnancy, you know, her, her labor and delivery. It's just a process I've always loved. My first job out of public health was a prenatal health educator at Brooklyn Hospital. So it's been something that has just been following me. I just love helping pregnant women. Um, I love helping women get pregnant. And I think the piece that always bothered me, there was always this piece missing. So um, I, I make this recommendation to patients when I see them that if they have girls to make sure that they get a female hormone panel in their 20s so they can track their fertility on their own because there's this myth that once you're in your <laughs> yeah so a female hormone panel just takes a look at you know your FSH LH um, these are like primarily what's used to see, you know, how fertile you are. And right. then it also looks into your estrogen levels, testosterone. So it's looking already to see if you have any hormonal imbalance. And um, I think it's important to do that in your 20s because you can identify if there are issues at that point. Um, I have a lot of patients who come in as teenagers and in their teenage years there, I'm already seeing PCOS, you know, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is a big yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you know this at a young age, you can more effectively treat that. You know, right. there is treatment for it. Many doctors tell people if they have PCOS, like there's nothing they can do and they're going to have to have infertility. Yes. Treatment. And yes. it's not necessarily the case. I've helped lots of women with PCOS get pregnant. And so can't have kids. Yes. Making you go down the hysterectomy. Uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's not true for some people. Yeah. If they've had it for a really long time and it's out of control. And by this point, you know, their fertility has been, you know, um, hurt in some kind of way. Yeah, that's possible. But for a 14 year old, you know, and getting them on the right track with diet and lifestyle changes. Yeah. So now by the time they're 30, they won't have, you know, when most people are like, oh, I want to get pregnant now or late 30s into 40s. 
Now, if you've already created this situation where now they have a hormone balance, then mm -hmm. now they won't have to have their only option be, you know, assisted reproductive technologies, you know? Right. So that's what I'm really passionate about. I, I consider myself like the middle woman in that area because back in the day, a lot of um, gynecologists used to do a female hormonal panel. It was commonplace. Now it's not really done. Um, right. And I think it's mostly because the time issue, you know, um, that's another issue that, you know, I have, um, which led me th to this route. I, I believe that patients should have more time with doctors. And that was something right. I, when I discovered that that wasn't going to be the case for me as a physician, that's when I started looking towards different types of medicine. Um, because yeah. I just feel like as a patient, being a patient, having that experience, feeling rushed, especially women of color, feeling like oh. you're not being heard, that's right. not good enough for me. And I think medicine can do better than that. So if we talk about prevention, we're always saying, oh, prevention, prevention, especially in this time of COVID, all of a sudden that's a buzzword, you know, that's, that's possible, you know, and um, if you see a naturopathic doctor, you will have that time. You will talk about prevention. You will talk about nutrition and lifestyle and sleep and bowel movements and, and all that. Stuff. Causes. Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah. You know, yeah. not just, okay, this is happening. Here's the drug. So, um, and, and let me just, Dr. Jen, you know, I love, we could talk about this all day <laughs> long because you're passionate about it. You're passionate about it. And with all of this passion, I could kind of get, I kind of already see and know the answer to this next question I have for you. You know, many doctors go into practice. I mean, you know, they become doctors only to work for an institution and establishment. Not every doctor is on a track to run a business because yeah. having a practice and your own practice is a business right it is it so is not many doctors are doing that and 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 feel like that is really their track and where they want to be but you you're not only doing that you're doing it in naturopathic medicine which yeah. is not the convention <laughs> no. and you're doing additional things and developing a business that has multiple tracks. Please tell us more about your business and and some of the innovative things that you're doing in telemedicine and how you're reaching women in communities that um, like you know otherwise wouldn't have this because yeah. it's a specialized medicine to to and it is. treatment I should say. So tell why why go into business for yourself. Um, I think because I've always been an entrepreneur and I was afraid of it. And in medical school, conventional or naturopathic, you're not taught business skills, really. Like I had like a, a seminar or two about business skills. And so doctors are pretty much trained to be going into the hospital. Um, and even if they do set up private practices, it is it is a challenge because then now you have to teach yourself or get all types of business training to be able to do it. And um, medicine is a business, <laughs> you know, and so you should have some business skills. And what I saw, um, it started for me managing a practice. And um, in that process, I was pretty much doing everything except paying the bills every month, but everything, every other decision I made. And it really did give me a lot of confidence to know I could do it myself. Then there was another practice I was working at and the owner um, became ill. And during that time period, I was helping to make a lot of decisions, interviewing staff. And when you're going through that, you're like, I can do this, you know, yeah. and I, I'm, I have a lot of the skills already from different business tracks that I've done and um, all types of things. So I was ready, <laughs> you know, I was ready to do this. 
And um, like you said, I think it's I think it's about having control over, you know, the decisions I'm making in my practice. There were so many decisions when I had to make them when I was at the practice, you know, having to go through those conversations that I was like, come on, I've had over 15 years in public health where I know the system. So not only do I know medicine, I know the system at large and how the healthcare system works. I can do this. Um, so that was a large part in why I had to start my own business and my own venture. But like you mentioned, my business isn't just seeing patients. Um, as I've gotten deeper into running my business, you know, it, it's very apparent to me that if I love public health so much, what am I doing in my business to kind of have impact? So I also consult other businesses, nonprofits. Um, I'm on four boards and I really help other businesses and nonprofits in their in their efforts to in, improve healthcare in different communities. So specifically here in Connecticut is New Haven. Um, mm -hmm. And so everyone's talking about, oh, we have to change, we have to do this. But I just find that a lot of people aren't actually doing it. So I come up with strategies on how we can improve healthcare systems. Um, so I'm that's Piece that, that I, do. I commend you so much. I admire you for what you're doing. And, and when we have our talks, I just get like goosebumps. I wish I went to medical school, but you know, that's for a different day. <laughs> that was a past life uh, dream of mine, uh, being a pediatrician a very long time oh. ago. But, but then I had to learn science and I said, mm -mm, let me get the math class, please. <laughs> So trust me, I know what it takes for you guys to, to be at the level you, you are in and to to then take that entrepreneur spirit to run a business, yeah. business of it's medicine. Not easy. Yeah, it's not easy, but it, it, it already is a business. And so what I've found is learning from the public health aspect, then learning as a physician, you're you're doing the macro and micro. And in that process, you're like, these are the holes. The holes are very apparent to me, which is why I'm so passionate about what I do. Um, and I just want people to know that they have other options for healthcare. It's not a us versus them. It's not an either or, it's an and. So you right. can see your conventional medical doctor and have a naturopathic doctor. But what I'm finding is a lot of communities of color, we you know, we come from cultures that embrace natural medicine. You know, I'm Haitian, you're Haitian. It's not hard for us to understand natural medicine and then right. also have the medication when you need it, have the technologies, have the vaccines. You know, we need all of this, but we need it to work together. It's exactly. not just one versus the other. Exactly. Yeah. I take my turmeric shots every day. <laughs> okay. So Dr. Jen, when you, you think about your entrepreneur self. You're also a speaker. You do public speaking on on health issues and entrepreneurship issues. Yes, I have a lot to say. <laughs> we, we all have a lot to say as leaders. I think that's a that's a very important quality for leaders to have and have that passion and want to impact by sharing the knowledge mm -hmm. and sharing the passion. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, what kind of qualities should a person have to be successful? Uh, mm -hmm. I think um, patience, which I have a lot of because my journey has been very circuitous. Um, passion, persistence, mm -hmm. and organizational skills. I am so grateful for my organizational skills. I've always had that. 
and to the point where people made fun of me for being so organized. But as a business owner, it's been invaluable. You know, I have all my little folders organized, all my little, you know, and, and I think it's extremely helpful. And if you're not organized, find someone who is to help you get organized. So important. If you have time, when you have time, Dr. Jen, what are the resources that you're tapping into other than the medical stuff? Cause that's a whole, you guys got to maintain licenses and all. Yeah. All. Yeah. All but the time. <laughs> as an entrepreneur, what books, podcasts, TV shows, what inspires you? What do you. Mm, so I listen to a lot of podcasts um, about business. That's what really fuels me. I listen to yours. Um, I have my own podcast seeking wellness that inspires me because then I can really hone in on the medical stuff and the, and the health information to share with people. Um, my favorite book is The Alchemist. Um, that is what started my journey on just really understanding that I can create the life I want, yeah. um, which kind of led me towards entrepreneurship because I realized like, I don't think there'll ever be a job out there that really encompasses all the skills that I have and what I'm trying to do. So I have to create it for myself. Absolutely. And that's a hard understanding to have. <laughs> um, so that's my favorite book, The Alchemist. It keeps me dreaming. Um, any books that kind of talk about any of those self-help books that are really talking about um, encouraging you to dream bigger, encouraging you to, to never give up. That's a big thing for me. Um, and then like TV shows, um, I, I love um, anything that has me thinking. Um, one of my favorite shows that I recently found is called The Good Doctor. And I hadn't really intended on like finding, you know, a show that was based on a medicine. scripted show or like a real reality show. No, it's 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 um it's a you know just a regular TV show. It's not a reality show. Um, but it, it has um the main character um is uh, he he's on the spectrum. And um, what I love about that, yeah, what I love about it is he's so brilliant and his brain just works differently, right? And he comes up with all these great ideas for surgeries and different interventions, but yet at the same time, he's struggling with how to communicate with patients. Right. And that's the part he has to learn. So I just love the cases that they talk about. And um, it's inspiring because I, like you said, I love science and medicine and it's just nice seeing a show that focuses on that in those hard cases, because that's what stimulated me to become a doctor, just figuring it all out. Yeah. You know, Dr. Jen, we could chat all day, you of know, we're, we're running <laughs> over time, but I can't let you leave without our in the news segment. So we're going to take a little commercial break and we're going to sure. come back and do this in the news segment. And we're going to be talking about, you know, Five Reasons to Love Naturopathic Medicine. So hang tight with me, guys, and we'll be right back. Are you struggling to define your brand identity? Do you need help preparing your business to gain access to funding? Are you managing your company on top of your nine to five? Well, welcome to Her Sweet Spot. As a business owner, full-time employee, and mother, I understand the hardships that come with being an entrepreneur. That's why I started Her Sweet Spot. 
as a way to amplify the voices of women of color where we can build our own economic wealth. When you become a member, you will receive access to a learning library filled with webinars and downloadable worksheets and workbooks, our bi-weekly business coaching calls, and your own roadmap worksheets so that you can track and mark your progress as you go. All right, Dr. Jen, are you ready for the In the New segment on the Herb Sweet Spot Experience? Of course, let's do it. <laughs> Excellent. So today's in the news segment comes to you by uh, a place you're very familiar with. Yes. AANMC.org. Can you tell the people what AANMC stands for? That is the Association for Accredited Naturopathic Medical Colleges. So, so okay. that is the, that is our accrediting board that makes sure we learn all the things we're supposed to learn um, so that we can become good doctors. Excellent. Excellent. So according to an article I found on AANMC.org, five reasons to love naturopathic medicine. The first one is natural medicine roots run deep. The article says naturopathic medicine honors and incorporates the oldest medical approaches and blends them with the latest advances in medical science. Mm -hmm. Natural medicine has been used throughout most of human history in many cultures the elders are revered as the keepers of history and a source of wisdom i wanted you know there's a little bit more you guys could read from the article if you if you google five reasons to love naturopathic medicine but i wanted to end there because you brought you brought in that cultural aspect of um medicine and how those roots run truly deep right tell us how you feel do you agree with this statement with the first reason to love um, because of its roots that run so deep. Yeah, I, I, we make a joke sometimes, um, anyone who's um, black or another person of color that naturopathic medicine is like gentrified, you know, ancient <laughs> medicine, right? And that it takes from a lot of cultures who've been doing this for centuries, you know, yeah. this idea that modern medicine is is the best medicine and knows better than these medicines that have survived centuries. I mean, how can you believe that a lot of our drugs are based in herbs, mm -hmm. you know, and if you study the history of medicine, you learn that. So yeah. obviously, you know, there's so much magic and beauty in, in these old, old medicines. So Chinese medicine, um, any of the, the medicines from the Americas, you know, um, Africa. This is where a lot of these medicines come from. Mm -hmm. And they're studied and they're amped up a little bit with synthetics to make them um, what I would say more consistent. Mainstream. So that's where, yeah, that's where a lot of the drugs come from. So we have to pay homage um, to where it all comes from. And that that is where it comes from. And um, like I told you, that's why I'm so open to it because I grew up in a household where, you know, we knew about herbs and teas and my, both of my parents are in the medical profession. So there, yeah. there's always been a world where both can exist for me. I so agree. Okay. Number two in five reasons to love naturopathic medicine, according to an article in AANMC.org is that naturopathic medicine is a partnership. The article says naturopathic medicine is among the finest examples of a health-focused, patient-centric 
therapeutic relationship. Mm -hmm. Rather than spending mere minutes reviewing a patient's set of symptoms, naturopathic doctors work to truly uh, exasperate the layers to uncover the root cause of a disease. And so, you know, let's just full disclosure, I don't tell my guests what they're gonna be going through in the in the no. um, <laughs> segment. And you talked exactly about this, this being a partnership and you spending more than mere minutes talking to your physician. Tell, tell me your, you know, expound on your thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, when I speak to patients, this is exactly what we talk about. And my, my main goal with patients is really just to empower them so that they know more. So if I have a conversation with a patient and we're going over lab results, I will tell them what those lab values should be. So that now, even if they're not seeing me and they're seeing another physician, they already know that information because I will tell you these lab ranges are huge, right? Mm -hmm. So vitamin D, for instance, it starts from 30 to 100. How mm -hmm. would you know what's ideal for you? But for right. me, I'm telling my patients, hey, a value between 50 and 70 is, is ideal. That's mm -hmm. optimal. And so, you know, now when they get their labs and we're going over labs, I'm teaching them. And yeah. it is a partnership because I'm empowering them so that they know. I'm not trying to make it so that they're coming to me every single week. They, I, I want you to get better so you don't have to see me as much. Right. And you just come back in for check-ins. But right. that empowerment, you know, not having to Google things online, I'm sharing that information so that they know the information. Mm -hmm. And when they're going to other doctors, they know the right questions to ask. Doctor, um, do you so it think it's ever going to catch up? You think it's ever going to be a merge? You know, I, I do see a. My generalist is a um, a, a woman, not of American um, mm -hmm. heritage and culture, and she's the generalist. Yet she does that practice with me. She does spend more time. I'm I'm finding that now. Um, now that you're saying that, I'm finding that she, and it's probably because yeah, of, it's of her culture. culture. It's the <laughs> and it's important that we start to look for that in our doctors mm -hmm. if we don't find that naturopathic. Um, yeah, I think uh, it, it's so spot on. Yeah. So number three, number three in the five reasons to love naturopathic medicine, according to an article we found on AAM, AANMC.org is naturopathic medicine is proactive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it says that naturopathic medicine values prevention. It is one this of This is crazy. This is crazy. This is everything I talked about. We did everything not plan this. We did not plan about. this. It says that naturopathic medicine is not only focused on restoring health, but on preserving and maintaining it as well. Naturopathic physicians promote taking steps to prevent disease from occurring in the first place. Teaching about prevention and lifestyle medicine is a key feature of naturopathic medicine. I'm gonna need to find out where I can um, change my doctor because I like everything we're talking about right now today. <laughs> I did not set this up. You I did, did not, not know she found this article. I didn't read the article. I don't, of course, I can't read every single article on, on our on our groups, but yeah. it's it's real. This is this is why I went this direction. I was searching. Trust me, yeah. I was searching. I was on the conventional medical path and I was just discouraged. Um, and it's not to say that there's not value in conventional medicine. I just wanted more. I wanted more from my doctors. I wanted to be the type of doctor I was looking for. 
And it wasn't until I found a naturopathic doctor in naturopathic medical school that I was like, oh my God, this is what I've been looking for my whole life. Um, I just wanted to learn about prevention of the major things in our life. We don't really, you know, go down that route as we're growing up. It's not till we get to aging at that. And it's it's so opposite of what we should be doing for our bodies and our, and our, and our, you know, health. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm coming to the other side, Dr. Jen, real fast. It's not hard, you know, and, and this is the thing, like, that's why I say to people, you don't have to give up your general provider, you know, that's why I say it's not us versus them, but I know for me, I wanted more and I just got disappointed. You know, some people are fine with that. They're fine with reactionary medicine and I'm not being shady. Like they really are okay with that. They just want a pill. And okay, give me the pill. That's it. I don't want to make dietary changes. I don't want to make lifestyle changes. Like I'm fine. If I die, I'll die happy. For me, I don't want to die knowing that there were things that I could have done. I always say to people, if something happens to me, I know I did everything (laughs) to prevent it. So that was just, that was my journey, you know, and everybody has a time stamp. We have more of these conversations to teach women about preventative care. And we're going to do that right here inside her sweet spot. Well, let's Let's talk about the fourth. The fourth thing, fourth reason why you should love naturopathic medicine is naturopathic medicine provides options. The options for removing the cause of disease are as varied as the cause of the disease itself. Each person is unique and not every treatment works the same in every person. Having a long toolbox, a large toolbox from which to draw therapeutic options is a tremendous advantage of naturopathic medicine. I like that one because, you know, when certain traditionalists uh, see, uh, uh, look at a lab, they just go for that same prescribed, um, you know, I say that with um, personal trainers. There's some personal trainers that I've worked with in the past. They don't even look at you. They like, cause you know, you need to lose weight. So don't eat, eat grass for 19 days and then you'll be fine. Right. And do these workouts, but they're not looking at me and my medical history. Right. And my numbers. And so I think that's what I like about, um, that naturopathic medicine provides these options. Yeah. We're, um, not only are we doctors, you know, um, but we also learn nutrition. So we're talking about nutrition. We're looking at your diet. What are you eating? We're looking at your past medical history. We're looking at your genetics. What what did your mother, what kind of diseases does your mother have? You mm-hmm. know, your father, your your whoever in your family. Um, what are your risk factors? Like there, there are ways to check for cardiovascular risk, risk factors, right? Mm-hmm. And we test for that. We look at your, you know, um, your digestion. If you're having issues with your digestion, we do certain tests that look at stool samples. We do tests that look at food sensitivities. You know, you may not have an allergy to a food, but you may have food sensitivities. So we're looking at all of that and all of those, um, those tools. That's the toolkit they're talking about. We have all those tools. Then we have our herbs. We have nutritional supplementation. So if you're iron deficient, we have different standards that we're looking at so that you can 
feel better. <laughs> that's, that's why it's preventative. Because if I'm looking at all those things already, when I'm seeing you, I'm not waiting until now you manifest this illness. I'm looking at, oh, your lab values are skewing more towards anemia. Let's put you on some iron now before you're full blown anemic. Right. And the medicines that you're turning to are not all those Pfizer and all those you know, pharmaceutical type drugs. It can yeah. be. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that before you have to take medication. And I, I've helped many patients wean off of certain medications as they make those changes. A lot yeah. of people think they can just come to me, hey, give me something natural so I don't have to take this drug. No, if you're not ready for that, we can't do that. You need to stay on your medication until we right. get you to the point that you can substitute that for an herb. Right. Um, so sometimes people are not ready for it. They have to do some work before we can right. get to the point that they can come off that medication. I love it. So the number five, Me too. The final <laughs> reason that you should love naturopathic medicine. And I think they've already sold me on the idea is that naturopathic medicine is the future of medicine. It, the is. Field, it says that you, I agree. I'm listening to you. The, the, the article says the medical field has undergone many changes in the last decade. We see this in medical technology and in the way care is implemented. There is increased understanding that reducing the body to its various systems may not be the best nor most efficient way to return the sick to health. Looking at the whole person has many advantages when it comes to achieving and maintaining health and modern medicine is starting to understand this. And the article yeah. concludes with society is placing more value on whole person wellness that includes not just physical health, but emotional, spiritual, and intellectual health as well. And I'll tell you, you, you have sold me. Um, having this conversation with you has really opened my eyes. And I think I do see a little Come bit of. Come on over. <laughs> so, what do you, what, uh, you know, and with that, Dr. Jen, are, do you accept insurance? Do you, are you only able to work in the state of Connecticut where you are right now? I know you're doing some great things with telehealth um, yeah. medicine. And please talk to us about how we could be in touch with you and, and or connect with someone in our local area. Yeah. So right now I'm out of network with insurance. That was a recent change. Um, and a lot of doctors are actually moving toward a fee for service model. So it's not just naturopathic doctors. So I actually did take insurance up until September. Um, I chose to not take it because I don't get fully compensated for what I provide. You know, when you spend an hour with the patient, insurance is not paying you an hour. Mm -hmm. um, but out of network, there's some patients who get reimbursed for it. So it's not really an issue for them. Mm -hmm. um, I see a lot of people as clients who are outside of states and we work on nutrition primarily and things like that. So it just depends on what someone needs and we can work around that for patients who are out of state. Sometimes they come to me with the labs that their doctor has already um, drawn. And then we talk about some of the diet and lifestyle changes that they can make. And especially when it comes to fertility, there's a lot of things that you can do that is not necessarily in the medical scope. It's right. really just building that strong foundation. So. I work with people all over the country, um, you know, on getting them back to health, you know, especially people who are just frustrated with, you know, like I said earlier, not feeling heard, 
not feeling like they are they're able to talk about some of these conditions that they're dealing with. So, um, you know, it's kind of like it turned into primarily a woman focused practice. But I before this, I was seeing patients from three years old all the way up to, you know, my oldest patient is 88. Wow. So it's just become more this woman focused um, prenatal, postnatal. Um, it, it's become more of that because that's what people just started really coming to see me for. And I, I love it. That's my favorite. Um, so, but so I see how, all types of people. Get, how can they get to you? Where can yeah. they find you? On all social platforms? Yes. Website, please share with everyone. So my website is drjpierre.com. Very easy. Don't forget the J, drjpierre.com. And um, DRJ Pierre is what I'm known on all social media outlets, um, Twitter, Facebook. I'm Dr. Jennifer Pierre. But if you look up Dr. J Pierre, you'll find me, the podcast, everything. <laughs> I'm yeah. out there. I've done so many different public speaking events and, and um, you know, talks. So if you Google me, you'll find me. Absolutely. Dr. Jen, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thanks you for know, having me. Pleasure talking to you. And we, I would love to invite you back to do some more talks about, you know, health and wellness in general and, and what women should be doing to prepare for the various stage in, in life for reproductive and post reproductive. Yeah, yeah, I do. I treat a lot of menopausal patients as well. So yeah. that, you know, getting, how does it, you know, we talk about balancing hormones, but then what happens as you start, you know, losing those hormones, right? Lots right. of things we can do. All right, Dr. Jen, thank you so much. And as we sign off, I just want to remind you guys, you know how I like to end off when we empower each other, we all rise. Bye bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on the Her Sweet Spot Experience. Make sure to visit our website, www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E, spot.com, where you can become a member of our growing community and get great content for your life and business. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We are your strategic partners to grow your business.